Welcome, my friends, to episode 10 of the podcast. Welcome back. Today, we're going to be talking about brand awareness. Creating brand awareness is something that is critical if you want your business to grow. All right, let's find out just how to do it. It's time to become the overdog. All you dog businesses, get ready to level up. This is the Overdog Podcast. All right, here we are again. That's right, together again, you and me. Glad to have you here. We are going to have some fun today because we're going to learn how to grow your business and what is more fun than that. We're going to be talking about brand awareness. Now, before I get into the, you know, the nitty-gritty of brand awareness, I just want to make a point here because I find a lot of businesses and this is not only in you know the dog daycare industry, but all industries, you know, we're very impatient and we want immediate gratification and we want things to happen really quickly. And what I always try to you know make my clients keep remembering and, and understanding is that we're in this for the long haul, all right? This is a big picture mentality. When you're creating your marketing vision and what you want to accomplish, you're creating something that is going to stand the test of time. You're, you want results not just today, but forever, possibly. You know, we want to create a business that's around for a long period of time. So to do that, we can't be short-sighted. We can't just think about, what, what can I do right now to get me money right now? No, we, we need to think of that, sure. But we also need to know, what do I need to do now, the building blocks that I can put together to create a strong foundation that will grow my business well into the future. And that's the problem with a lot of people, why they I find they don't do marketing is because they don't have the big vision and they don't understand that the blocks you put down today are going to help you build things in the future. You're going to build on top of them. Okay, and you have to do one block at a time, build that first layer and then build on top of that. And the problem is if you don't build that bottom layer, that foundation, you can't put anything on top of it. And that's where a lot of businesses find themselves in this situation where they're trying to just constantly send offers and, and try to get this immediate return on investment. But the problem is there's nothing underneath that offer. There's no foundation for the for the people to stand on to actually see that offer. So maybe I'm taking this metaphor too far. <laughs> so what you need to do is we need to create marketing campaigns that is going to build a strong foundation so that it'll help and make everything you do in the future easier and more leveraged. Okay, And that's a lot of what brand awareness comes into play because as you're running brand awareness campaigns and you're trying to build your brand's awareness in the marketplace, it's not something you may see an immediate return on investment. Okay, As you're showcasing you know, what you do and how you do it and people may not be in that buying mode right now what brand awareness is is it's creating you know the 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 juice that your business will flow on all right so let's just define it you know real quickly you know basically brand awareness is the extent in which your business is recognized by potential customers and correctly associating it with dog dare dog daycare boarding grooming whatever you do Okay, it means you're recognizable in that, you know, so if I say the word apple to you, what do you think of? You think of the fruit or do you think of the computer company? 
most of us think of the technology company because we probably have an, an Apple iPhone or maybe uh, I'm recording this on a, a MacBook Pro. So Apple has done such a good job of building their brand that a word that used to mean a piece of fruit now means them. I would bet more people think of them than the fruit when you say Apple, okay? That is how powerful their brand recognition is. That was not done, that was not achieved by them constantly just saying, buy our stuff, buy our stuff, buy our stuff, buy our stuff. No, it was achieved by them creating a brand image for themselves. And that's something that took time and many marketing campaigns. You know, my favorite was the, I'm a Mac, I'm a PC, okay? Just basically showing the differences, highlighting Apple's unique selling proposition, their USP. Okay, they didn't go out, they didn't say go out and buy a Mac. They, that was all about building their brand. Okay, they wanted to create the image that they're superior than Microsoft and that they were targeting like hip younger people. And that's what those ads did. They just created the brand's image. That this is a, a you know, they put a line in the sand and they said, okay, apples are for young, kind of like hip people because that's what they portrayed that's what they portrayed their company is. That's what's their target market. All right. So they built their brand awareness around their, their ideal customers. All right. And it worked really well for them. So you want to kind of think of your brand image. What is the brand image you want to project out there? And then making sure we're very proactive and intentional about creating that image. So brand awareness, what it does is it helps you become known in your community. All right. So in your local area, you should be known as the dog people. When someone's got a need for dogs, you want them to immediately think of your brand, your company. Your, your, it should also separate you from the competition, okay? Just as Apple did in those early ads, they're trying to separate themselves from Microsoft, saying Microsoft is the old way, the new hip way is, is a Mac. And that's what they did. They're trying to separate themselves from you know, because most people just say computers, they just think they're all the same. So they're trying to show that they're different. There's a lot of dog daycares out there. How are you going to separate yourself from the other ones? Okay, this will help you build brand awareness. Uh, another thing running brand awareness campaigns does is it increases your conversion rates. Okay, you may have heard me make this analogy in a previous podcast where I talked about a basketball analogy. Okay, everyone knows about the highest the highest scorer on the team but they don't really hear about the guard, the guy who hands him the ball. Okay, if nobody passes the high, the you know, your star player the ball, he's never going to score. All right? That's the job of the point guard. He's his job is to get the ball into his hands at the right time. Without him, everything suffers. All right? That's why they're teams, all right? And that's why you think of your marketing um, arsenal as a team, all right? They have to work together for you to be successful. So you need the brand awareness ads, that's your point guard, to set up the conversion ads. All right. So it will once you do your brand awareness campaigns, although you're not making money right now on it, it is making sure when you run that conversion campaign and you do, you know, throw an offer out there to people, they're way more likely to convert because you they have you have brand recognition, they know you're known for this, and you've kind of warmed them up a little bit. And if you do all that stuff properly, it even allows you to charge more money. Okay, that's how Apple costs way more than any other computer. Yet they're the most successful, you know, computer. And like, I think uh, I think it's like seventy percent of people have iPhones. 
um, when there's so many you know phones you can get. Why is that? The Apple's they're, they're more. They're more. It costs more money to get an iPhone. They can charge more because they have positioned themselves because of their brand awareness campaigns as being better. You know, they've shown people why they're worth more money. So they can charge more because of that. So as you get to choose how you build your brand, okay, you get to choose how you make people aware of it. If you don't create the awareness for your brand, you're at the mercy of what people decide to think about you, right? What they decide to uh, label your brand as, all right? You don't want to leave it up to chance. You want to take control of that and steer it the way you want it to go. And if you do that, it's very easy to charge more money, all right? So that's pretty cool. So next, let's transition a little bit about how you can build the impression and that image of your business, all right? Number one, we talked about, you know, Apple's unique selling proposition and how they were targeting younger you know, younger audiences. Um, so what is your unique selling proposition? What makes you different than your competitors? All right, that's what you kind of hype up and highlight in all of your brand campaigns. Are you a small dog daycare, all right, and you're competing with the really big guys? That's great. So you're going to highlight how you are a boutique place and you can give more personalized attention, all right? If you're a larger place, you're going to highlight maybe the space. You have all this big space that dogs can run in. Um, maybe you have a specific training. Maybe a lot of your staff go through a training program or something. That makes you different than everyone else. You want to highlight your unique selling proposition. So first of all, you have to have one. And it can't just be, oh, because we're better. No, you may be better, but how are you better? All right, you need to be crystal clear on that. And then all of your campaigns are going to be based around showcasing that so you can separate yourself from everybody else. Because if you don't separate yourself from your competition, it goes down to who is the lowest price, all right? And that's a horrible, like your unique selling proposition cannot be your the price because someone can always come in and lowball you, all right? You have no advantage there, all right? So figure out what your unique selling proposition is and that's where you, you know, all your messaging is kind of geared around that. And let your personality show, okay? People, you know, the, the more they know you, the more they know the like the details about your business, the more they're going to know, like, and trust you. And as we know, people won't give you their money unless they know, like, and trust you. So here's where it's, it's okay to get a little personal, all right? You shouldn't be a faceless corporate brand. So the first thing I do when I bring on a new client is I'm going to... Um, you kind of assess all their assets and stuff. I look at their website and stuff. And if I can't find out who owns this company, we're in trouble, okay? Because people are giving you their dog, their little baby, their family member. If they're they're much more likely to give it to a face than just this corporate entity. So if they can see, they're giving it to you. Uh, John, whatever, you know, and there's a little bio about you and why you're doing this and why you care about their dog. That's going to really help. You're a part of the brand, right? Now, you may not, you know, necessarily be the only part of your brand. You may have your whole team there, and I think that's a great idea too. Basically, you want to get a little personal, all right? The more personal you can get with your customers, the more connection you make on a personal level, the more connected and loyal they're going to be with you. People are not loyal to faceless brands and companies. So a lot of times I'll see like these big companies or these franchises and I'll look at the individual locations and there's not a not a speck of personality on those websites or on the, like I can't even tell who's there. 
and it 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 doesn't it makes it impersonal. I don't have a connection with them. So you wanna you wanna get a little personal with them. You know, let them know who's there. A real person is back there taking care of their dogs. Uh, that type of thing. The last thing you can do is to create some content. All right, get known for something. Get known in your industry, and that's how I built my dog training business. Is I did a, I posted a lot of content. All right, I, and I think dog daycares can definitely do this. And the thing is, it's so easy to separate yourself from the competition because nobody does this. Why? Because it takes a little more work, and many people don't know how to do it. Okay, could be a little video series which is behind the scenes stuff, which is easy. It costs no money to do it. It just takes a little time. It could be writing a blog post, could be whatever. It could be uh, a live Facebook live video in your in your group or something. So many ways to create content to provide value. The more you create content, the more people become aware of you. Because I made a lot of videos telling people about dog training, it it elevated me almost to like a minor celebrity status where I would be at events and people would ask for my autograph. And I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? I'm just a, just a dog trainer, just a guy. I'm just like any other dog trainer. But they wanted my autograph, not someone else's, because they saw me on YouTube. You know, because I had content on YouTube. All right? And a lot of times I would go into a session and people would act kind of like weird. And I could see they're acting a little awkward. And they'd be like, oh, I feel like there's a celebrity in my house. I've been watching your videos for a long time. It automatically elevated me. You know, and that's what allows me to charge more money, and it's it's built my brand to something that's very recognizable in the in the area and everything. So, this is how you can really help create the impression of your brand to separate you from everyone else and make sure people know who you are. All right, so let me talk about some specific campaign ideas that you could do to grow your brand's awareness. Okay, one of my favorites is storytelling, all right? People love to get hooked into a good story. So you can tell stories about uh, what happens in daycare. You know, the thing is, I always say, like, dog daycare could be like a soap opera, you know? And soap operas were so popular because people got sucked into the story of it, and they wanted to tune in to see what happened to, you know, their, their favorite characters, you know, every week or every day. You could do the same thing in your daycare. You've got a cast of characters, all those dogs. Make them the stars of your daycare, okay? How about you you just give some content, and it could just be Facebook posts of something talking about, here's little Roscoe, all right? Here's what he did today. He's he's such a character. He got into so much mischief. He was playing with his buddy and everything. Um, but uh, he, there's this new dog who's a little scared, and Roscoe came over and was trying to play with them and slowly you know by the end of the day started to win him over let's find out if tune in next time to find out if Roscoe Roscoe is able to help him come out of his shell and play a little bit more you know get him sucked into that story so they want to find out what happens and it makes you know it, it creates the cast of characters and the story of your place and then people say wow Roscoe sounds like a really cool dog I bet you my dog would have fun with him and they start picturing their dog in there and that's the best the best thing. You want them to do that because they're more likely to become customers. So I think you should make the dogs in your daycare, your regulars, make them the cast of characters and tell stories about them, about what happens in there. You could do that with people, you know. You know, people love like um, behind the scenes stuff. That's another great way that you can do campaigns is showing people what happens behind the scenes, you know. 
just showing them how your staff member um, makes dinner for the dogs every day. And here it is. Here we go. We're going to do these dogs. You know, it gets them sucked into and it's showing why you guys, it's like telling people about what you do there. Okay. And showing how much you care and the you know stuff you do elevating you guys. Maybe it's some content on how you do things or why you do things the way that you do. Again, just showing, okay, this, we, the way we, we check in uh, dogs like this because we found that it is way easier on the dogs and less stressful for everybody. Here's our process. And you show them your process. Again, it's differentiating. Other people don't do that. This is just your system and this is why you do it and why it's so important. Most people, you have systems in your business and the customer has no idea why they're there and they don't really understand it. Let's make them understand it. All right. How about some meeting your staff? Okay. We talked about how important it is to put faces to the business. Let's meet your staff. Let's kind of go behind the scenes and see who the staff is. And because you want them to get to know them so that they feel comfortable that their dog is being watched by Susie. Okay. That's great. I know Susie. I just saw about her. I know that, you know, she, uh, you know, is um, this, you know, she's like, 22 years old she just got out of college she just has a passion for dogs and she her favorite thing is working with the bigger dogs and i know my guy's going to be in there so if susie's on duty i know i can feel safe you know let them meet the staff uh lastly it's some educational content all right if you've got a groomer on staff i would have a grooming tip every month or so you know this month's grooming tip is how to trim your dog's nails at home all right or how to brush um uh, tangles out of your dog uh, just simple tips if you have a trainer it could be training tips could be all of that could be simple health tips you could just google stuff and give simple you know nutrition tips health tips whatever educational content providing value to people around you giving them more contact with your brand so they're more likely to remember you get to know you again all this stuff is warming them up getting them ready to buy all right so educational content is a great way to build your dog's brand. Not your dog. Your, you build your business's brand. So you have to do brand awareness, all right? It's, it's something that every time I take a client on, they, you know, they hire me because they really need new leads. They need new customers. So I do those campaigns and they work. And then I'm like, okay, that's great. I'm glad that worked. I'm glad you got a whole bunch of new customers in. We, need, we now need to segue off of that and build some brand awareness and they, sometimes they don't understand why and they get frustrated and they don't, I have to really try to make them see that this is going to set up our next conversion campaign. The next campaign we're going to try to get new customers in, this is going to make it so much more impactful. This is going to get you more customers in later, but we have to set them up first. We have to get them in the right spot. Okay. We have to warm them up. We have to, because again, we're thinking big picture. I want some of these people may not be ready to buy now, but as you, they get the brand awareness stuff, they're getting really warmed up. Then a year from now, when it's time, you are top of mind. All right. Need to think big picture. All right. Long term. Do you really want a business that's around for a year, two years, five years? If you say, listen, Fern, I want you to, I only want to do this for one year because I'm going out of, I'm selling my business in a year. So I just need to build up business right away and then we can stop because I'm getting out of the business. Sure. Then we could just bombard with leads and stuff. I don't care about the brand awareness. But if you tell me I want this business to be around for a long period of time, or maybe I want to build it till it's so big that I can sell it for a lot of money, we got to build your brand. Okay. And that requires long-term thinking, having a vision for that 
and making sure we're doing the things, the, the, putting down the blocks today that you're going to be able to build on in the future. All right. And that's what awareness ads do. So, and this is not just paid. This is organic stuff too. Your campaigns are going to be both paid or organic. You got to do them. All right. It's so important to your business. All right. So what I want you to do, my little action item for you for today is to be honest with yourself and assess your business and your marketing and determine, do you have any brand awareness? Do you know what your competitive advantages are? Are you intentional about creating the image in the marketplace for your business? If not, I want you to do it. I want you to sit down and write, okay, what is my brand image? What do we stand for? What kind of people do you want to attract? And then how are we going to show people what we are? How are we going to show that we are the best or that we do these things differently than everybody else? How are we going to elevate our our company in the marketplace? Awareness. We'll do that. Brand awareness is where it's all at. All right. So do that. Good luck with it. If you need any help, you know where to find me. But uh, just make sure that is in there somewhere. You can't neglect that because this is going to kill your long-term success. All right. Try it out. Let me know how you're doing. And I will see you again here next week. See ya. If you'd like some help with your own digital marketing efforts, just reach out to me at overdogdigital.com forward slash contact and we can schedule time where we can get together, chat, and see if I would be a good fit to help you out.